Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 292 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we'll be chatting about the possible remaster slash remake of a five-year-old PlayStation first party game. We're going to be talking about Triple H, that's right, Handsome Herman Hulse chatting about the future of the PlayStation lineup. CD Projekt Red making all the games, and will we finally be getting good on the big screen? All that and so much more. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? Spaghetti for brains, really, yes. Joe? You, you, you had to just, you know, do your trash talk for our video game trivia battle, which you can find on YouTube.com slash Jacob McCourt, uh, probably as as of this recording. Yeah. Um, you just had to post that trash talk right before we do this this recording. Yep. So I am frazzled. Oh, it feels frazzled. like I, I feel like I have meatballs just rolling around in my brain. Between that would make sense. Holes. That would make sense. How dare you? Twitch.tv. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm ready. I know Joe's quick on his feet. Yep. I know he can hurl the insults and be very creative with it. Nope, I'm just a big dumb dumb with spaghetti for brains. <laughs> I was very proud for my trash talk. I was like, yes, I got PlayStation references. Yeah. Yep. You got to come on. That abandoned line was pretty good. I didn't even listen to it. You suck. <laughs> I was just like, this is my birthday today. So first off, it's my birthday. It was your birthday. Everybody clap. Well, like for this week, it's. Oh, come on. You do the week birthday celebration. But like, like, well, for the pot, like the listeners. Oh, don't for know. the podcast. Sure. Sure. You know, sure it's sure, my sure, birthday. Sure. Yes. Happy um, birthday. Thank you. I was sick during it. I'm still sick now. So if you hear me, I'm a little nasally sniffles. Maybe you hear a coffee or there. Yeah. Understand. I'm under the weather. I'm mm-hmm. dying on the inside and on the outside. But I was just like, I'm going to. I'm going to let Kyle stew on this, make sure he feels like he won for a good 24 hours, and yeah. then just drop a little something there. Sure, sure. Yeah, that was my... You also make it sound like I didn't have a very heartfelt message to you on your birthday. Oh, yeah. No, every, first <laughs> okay. off, everybody... Can I just say something? Yeah. Real talk for a second. Let's get real. Yeah. I've been dealing with a lot on, you know, the, the real life end. Uh-huh. And uh, thank you, everybody, for like the hundreds of messages, kinds of words dms all of it seriously even some gifts some people way too generous scribbles of bits thank you um seriously that that meant a lot i was i was up late last night just thinking about the impact that we've had on people um and you're so unaware of it until i don't know something as like small as a birthday happens and you just see so many people like throwing references at us and and all that so it's Mm -hmm. honestly thank you all so much because i was i was going through it i feel like after your 21st birthday your birthdays get sadder and sadder One hundred thousand percent, yes yeah it's like you're just tick tock to the end and um and really this one was was pretty damn special because of just all the love and support so thank you all so much but i'm also really disturbed um the internet the internet's thirst for mario <laughs> and his lack of an of, ass. of rear end yeah yeah of a, of a rump so first and foremost the mario you know trailer as of this podcast is out it's live i'm sure. assuming it's going to be great because i saw the poster looks Look, wonderful yeah. looks fun looks whimsical uh-huh everybody's like 
Mario's butt though. I'm like, why are we zoning in on Mario's butt? But then, but then if you really, I saw a screenshot comparison of oh, the God. of the poster. A butt? Yeah, uh, the poster to <laughs> one of the games, and his butt is like his entire back. It's weird. Okay, so it's like up to his shoulder blades. Like it's it's very weirdly placed. <laughs> okay, well I. I can't say that I look, you know. <laughs> it was but, a random tweet. I didn't go search after. I got gotcha. you. You didn't. You didn't type on Twitter uh, hashtag Mario's rump butt comparison. No, did not do that. Where's the digital foundry side by side? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't do that. Oh, I would love a nice, smooth British voice over just pixels. Here it is in butt. 4K and yep. 8K. And- <laughs> Real talk, out. Uh, are you are you excited for this Mario movie? <sighs> Not really. Okay. I don't know. Like, I'm going to see it. Sure. Um, But, and it's not the voice cast or anything about it. It's just like, I don't know. I'd much rather see them try another, take another crack at a live action Mario movie. Oh, God, no. I'd be so much more interested in in that. Who who would be the live version of Mario? Chris Pratt. (laughs) Don't change it. Don't change it all. It's just. Obviously, it's Danny DeVito. What are you yeah, talking about? No, that's true. It's like Danny DeVito and like, I don't know, who would be Luigi? What, like like Christopher Glenn Walken? Howardton. Wait, who? Glenn Howerton. Oh, God. Always sunny. Just make it always sunny <laughs> in Mario. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so, real talk. I'm actually really excited for this trailer. Uh, I Listen, as much as I clown Mario, uh, I do have a love for you know the the red little plumber um super mario world's the, the reason why i fell in love with games so yeah to me i'm expecting a kids movie 100 a movie made for children so twitter relax yeah Elon, down, relax i don't want to hear your <laughs> thoughts last person want to hear about it okay <laughs> never again <laughs> please um but like I'm just excited to see what they they're able to do with this character man he's he's beloved and i'm not gonna chris pratt shame the voice cast because no matter who's gonna voice him it's gonna be weird and i think 100%. for the most part the cast has me intrigued um so like the chicken michael playing, key are you kidding me yes as please. toad yes is he all the toads i wish <laughs> if it's oh my god yes he should be all the toads yeah. honestly now that's the bar you just yeah, said exactly it. right but like the voice cast pretty great so i'm yeah. gonna Jack give black it a, is bowser right Oh my god, I did not know that. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure he's Bowser. Let me double check. Yeah, so you know, I'm excited for it because I'm just again, I'm I I want to I want to see my childhood for a little bit, and I think Illumination has done a great job with the poster alone of just illustrating this is Mario, and we're not deviating. We're not gonna put you know weird guys in suits, make it live action, and there's raptor people. No, this yeah. is. This is going to be something else. I'm fine. Jack Black is indeed Bowser. Oh, yes. I love Jack Black. In an interview uh, last year uh, on uh, some YouTube channel, uh, he the title of this YouTube channel was a video on Jack Black on the movie goes, I'm going to eat Chris Pratt whole. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm in. (laughs) Yeah, just like that. I'm okay. I'm kind of in. 100%. And Charlie Day is Luigi? Come on. It's picture perfect. It's so good. That is actually, I believe, the perfect casting. Charlie Day as Luigi. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. It's good. good. I'm, I'm in for a fun time. That said, of course, 
a little bit of housekeeping before we get on into the news here. First and foremost, it's been a week for me, y'all. So I did not update the Patreon. My apologies. I'll get on that. But for people who upped last week, guess what? You're getting a double shout out. So good on Woo! you. Good on y'all. Uh, of course, this podcast wouldn't be possible without the amazing generosity of our viewers out there and listeners over at patreon.com slash Freeman. It's the reason why we look so good, we sound so great, it's because of your generosity. So if you ever got you through a long car ride, tough day at work, whatever your situation is, even if it's just a buck our way, it comes with great appreciation. So thank you all so much. And I want to thank our newest members. Sith Lord 92 at the gold tier, Millennial Falcon Gaming at the gold tier, and Johnson at the silver plus tier, Lamb Chop 93 at the silver tier, Winter Gamer, oh, we activated him at the bronze tier. I want to thank our platinum producers, Todd Burowitz and Talkshook. I want to thank our gold members, Too Soon, Gavin Gaffrey, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master, and Metal Kirby, Stephen Flesh, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Chaotic Muggy, Enigma, and Strubles and Bits. I want to thank our silver members. Awesome Dave, hide indoors. Marcus O'Neill, JB the Purple Monkey, Jettis Vaughn, Metal, Tim Olf, Justin Rodriguez, Cypher Primus, Captain Logan, Brunson Zachary, K Grim, Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Stralish, Fuji, Foolish, Foolish Fuji, Any Day Now, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, The Lord Commander Corgi, Elo2032, Jinx, The 39th, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, The Aztec King, Stone Cold, E.T., Astronaut Junior, not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior or Astronaut the Third. Green Gorilla Gamer, Katie Stubbs, M9 Prime, Sean McKenzie, and Johnson, Final Fan XZ, Enigma, and Drozo, Evante Tadden. Thank you all so much for amazing patron patronage. And uh, whew, Kyle, whew. I did not cough one bit there. Hey, you did great. Patreon healed me. Whoa. <laughs> the power of generosity Whoa. healed my soul. Uh, seriously, we're doing some really special stuff over there, and it's because of your generosity over at Patreon that we're not shelling carpets or, I don't know, home grooming supplies. So it really does help us out. That's all that said, Kyle. With all that out of the way, it is finally time to square up the news. First bit of news to be squared up comes from Alex Co. over at MP First. Horizon Zero Dawn remake slash remaster in the works for PS5. Horizon multiplayer game in development. While we just got a remake for The Last of Us, it looks like PlayStation may not be quite done with remakes just yet. As a source close to the situation who wishes not to be named has revealed to us that a Horizon Zero Dawn remake is in the works for the PS5. If you thought The Last of Us Part 1 divided players up on whether or not a game needed a remake, prepare yourselves as it has been revealed to us that PlayStation is now remaking or remastering, details are still unclear, Horizon Zero Dawn, a game that is only five years old and had its sequel released earlier this year. Our source didn't elaborate whether or not this was a quote-unquote built-from-the-ground-up style remake. However, we were told that the remake features an improved lighting system, overhauled textures and better animations, with new character models to match those found in the sequel Horizon Forbidden West. Outside of that, we were told there is a big focus on bringing in the accessibility options that the sequel introduced. For gameplay changes themselves, there are some subtle improvements, mostly those being the quality-of-life improvements the sequel brought. As it turns out, the Zero Dawn Remake Remaster isn't the only Horizon-related project that is in the works, as we also learned from other sources that a team presumed to be Guerrilla Games at PlayStation are currently developing a Horizon Online multiplayer game for both the PS5 and PC. 
Two sources have verified that the project is indeed real, with a third giving some brief details that it may feature a form of co-op. Customization is said to or, to be around the different tribes established in the Horizon franchise. However, we have not been able to verify either that nor the details on whether or not the online would feature any sort of co-op or PvP. <laughs> I don't think it divided anyone. I think we're pretty sound on uh, this remaster slash remake slash whatever this is is a bit silly. So King Henry yeah. writes in. Whoa! Okay, I can't wait for this conversation. I might have a hot take. Uh, King Henry writes in. Why? Just why remaster Horizon Zero Dawn? Kyle, let's hear your hot take. I'm I'm excited for this. I thought sure. we'd be in unison here. Uh, so yes, if it if again, it's still unclear, right? Okay. If it's a remake from the ground up or whatever, I'm totally like that's stupid. Okay. Remaster, I'm okay with. I, I'm okay. okay with them going in there and touching up very similar to The Last of Us PS3 to PS4. Uh, you know, upgrading a little bit. That I am okay with. That is less egregious as long as there an, uh, there's an upgrade path. All right. So here's I the thing. Yeah. Upgrade path. So are, you, are we thinking this is Ghost of Tsushima to director's cut? Like, is this a director's cut? That, is what, that is what I would hope. Okay. I would hope that that is the case. And it's not like another you know, full price right. thing. Uh, especially because I believe Horizon Zero Dawn already got a PS5 patch. It did. It's 4K and 60 FPS. So, <laughs> but like the, the things that they are talking about, right? Like the character animations in the first game, not that great. Right. That is a so big like that would be a, that would be a, a nice little improvement to it. Um uh just better animations as you're going around the world and climbing up rock climbing up rocks facades whatever those things would be cool i think the really important thing is and i saw this from a couple people on twitter i think a lot of people are glossing over the fact is if this game gets the level of accessibility that playstation is putting into games that alone is worth this kind of project because we are we are big champions of like more people getting to play these incredible games so if this is this remake remaster is going to have the full suite of accessibility that the last of us is putting in and God of war and ratchet and clank and even forbidden West. I'm okay with that. Like I don't need to go buy it. Right. Right. Cause like, I don't need the accessibility features, but if that is part of the remaster and then, you know, some better visual, you know, quality of life things as they're talking about, Sure, I'm yeah. okay with it. I, I, it's not the end of the world. It is weird because it is still a very recent game, but yeah. you know, it's fi- it's fine. Honestly, I think that was a terrific sales pitch, and I think look, we're not we're working with a, a picture that's not all the way done yet, exactly. right? especially like we, right off the heels of whatever the Last of Us Part One discourse was. Exactly. So it, it really does feel like the line of like, you know, I think I'm out. They keep pulling me back in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because you're right. I think if this is a remake, this is silly and it's outrageous. Just right out the gate. You don't need to remake a game that is five years old. Nope. Um, remaster, it still looks pretty good. And it's, it looks great. It holds exactly. up <laughs> so damn well. And I do believe that there should be there should be a reason why, you know, a sequel exists more so than just expanding the story for me. Like 
yeah, I, I want the improvements from Forbidden West to be in Forbidden West and not be in Zero Dawn so that yeah. I could kind of appreciate the sequel for, exactly. you know, the the cues that they've taken. Not You, you it, said that about the Last of Us remake as well. Yeah. You didn't want them to add a prone and, like, you know, the rope swing, whatever, because it would feel weird. It would feel weird. It would feel out of place in how much, again, are we reworking the world and how much is then this a new, just a new game entirely, right? Yeah. Um, you know, people fail to, to, to grasp that. But to me, a remaster, it, it's, it's also unneeded. The game looks great. It's 4K, it's 60 FPS. I believe it plays great. I love Horizon uh, Zero Dawn. It's the reason why this show exists. It's an only a, a five-year jump, and I don't think the difference is that stark from Last of Us PS3 to, you know, Last of Agreed. Us Part 2. Agreed. And I think you make a great ar- argument of if this is a director's cut, if this is a $10, $20 upgrade, fine. I could just see in my head the the articles already where it's like PlayStation Plus version of this game isn't compatible with this upgrade. Oh, 100%. Right? Like, yes. <laughs> like all those stories. Yeah. Just it's nightmare fuel for me. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's... I think for accessibility, Kyle, I think you made a really strong argument because it's not like you can post, you know, uh, accessibility features cut and paste from from Forbidden West or from Mm -hmm. any game, cut paste into another. That's not how it works. Um, And there's way more hoops to to jump through. So I think on that front, yeah, I think you made a a great argument why this remaster can exist. And I think the one thing that we miss as well is like, not everything has to be for us. Exactly. So the one thing that I'd like to argue with this front is my brother watched the last of us trailer on HBO. You know what he did immediately after watching? Yeah. I believe he asked you, do you have this game? Yeah. And I yeah. say, yes. He's like, can we, can we share this? Can you, can, can, can I, can I have this? I'm like, absolutely. He's a new fan of The Last of Us. He can now not shut up about it. He's awesome. not going, how are they? He's like, how are they going to fit one season into this game? I'm like, right? It's it's really good. He's like, dude, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there are people, believe it or not, outside this game that are going to experience it for the first time because of the Horizon show. Which uh, is- exactly. I was going to bring that up eventually. Like, yeah, there is a very similar thing. Horizon coming to Netflix. Yes. Yep. yep. Netflix. So like, yeah. Why not have a upgraded quote unquote version of the game that started it all. And so by that time with the show coming out, we don't know when this game is going to come out. Exactly. By the way, this remaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and at this point we can confirm it's a remaster. It's not a remake. Yeah. Um, but we don't know if this is a 2023 project or even mm-hmm. 2024. So there are just a lot of question marks. We still don't know, but, As much as this is an unneeded and excess from Sony, I definitely agree there. To me, I just feel like I I feel like we're often we go for the jugular all the time for these. Like, why does this exist? And we just we just flame more everything. I just don't feel like it's it's very much like yeah. So I, I think my new philosophy is is I'm just not going to tweet about these things because <laughs> it's only going to bring more anger and frustration to me. Yes. So I will talk about it on the show and any show. Cause like that is, I think the form for it, 
I feel like if I just tweet about it, I'm going to get other people. They yell at me like, well, why are you're part of the problem, Kyle? Yeah. Like, don't you see how bad this is? And to your point, people are just so. So stuck in their own bubble. Yes. They're like. Everything is only just for me. Yeah. So if I disagree with it, that means it is fundamentally wrong. And yes. that thought process right there is fundamentally wrong. Yeah. And for me, it's like, yeah, I think this is egregious. I think this is a cash grab because, again, we're working with assumptions. So, like, I can't assume anything less than this is a $70 game. And if this is yeah. the case, just like how Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut was a $70 game and mm-hmm. Death Stranding mm-hmm. Director's Cut was mm-hmm. a $70 game, I can assume this is going to be a full price product. Yeah, I think it's egregious. Yeah, I think it's it's a bit scummy. And guess what I'm just going to do? I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> uh, counterpoint. Yeah. What if this remaster has the multiplayer component with it? And uh, is that how they they kind of be like, that? that's how they're going to try to get your money for this remaster is, is including basically the reverse Last of Us, right? right? Adding a multiplayer instead of... <laughs> factions away yeah like as much as i love ghost of tsushima legends uh, and i think it's a fantastic mode it's, yep. there's a lot you could build off of it i'm not buying ghost of tsushima for that mode fair and there is a standalone mode so i would assume there would be a standalone version I would yeah even if that's the case i still wouldn't get it because i want the full experience of that thing like for me just throwing together a co-op mode or whatever isn't enough. I want that multiplayer experience to be a full fledged thing. That's what I, I want to see. So I don't want it to be just some, for lack of better words, toss in experience. I want this to be the full, a full experience for me because I'm actually really excited, Kyle, for the multiplayer thing. Like I love how mm-hmm. Horizon's expanding. Like it's not just Aloy's story. We're seeing something. Yeah different in vr now let's see what they can do with this multiplayer game which we talked about last year but i'm still thinking like this is a monster hunter game yeah you you don't want you don't want a any single player game to have force-fed multiplayer in it similar exactly. to god of war ascension exactly. we, we know exactly know how that turned out and even to some extent like uh, arkham origins had multiplayer in it which was decent from what i heard but it's just like to me personally, use those resources for the single player thing and make sure that that is the the best it possibly can be. Yeah. Make sure both experiences are the best that they can be. Yes. Look, you know, we're going to talk about a little earlier, but like, or a little later, that PlayStation's broadening their lineup. They can broaden it with their IP as well. So give us full experiences of these different, you know, genres within these IP. I think that's really exciting. Now, that said... Now you know our thoughts on the remaster. I think it's silly. I, I would argue I, I don't think it should exist, but it will, and it will mm-hmm. sell regardless how I think about it. Uh, Spider CC writes in just like you can too if you tweet at us at PS Trophy Room or you join our Trophy Room Discord server. They write, "I love Horizon Zero Dawn, but I feel like there are older games that are more deserving of a remaster." Looking at you, Resistance Trilogy, I know it's sitting right there. If Sony said, Joe. And Kyle, pick a game to be remade or remastered, and you pick the studio. Oh, sorry. What would your choices be? Kyle, Bloodborne is sitting right (laughs) there. You have Bluepoint sitting right there, probably making Metal Gear. But, like, just tell him to take a break. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's right there. Yeah. Bloodborne. Here you go. How? It, it, and again, the memes are hilarious on this too because it's like all we're asking is for a sixty FPS thing. <laughs> that really is it, right? <laughs> That's all. I don't even care if it's. I don't even care if it's seven twenty p. Kyle, I just, <laughs> Papa needs his fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But um, I, there's just so many. Like, here's the thing, Kyle. So many other PlayStation games deserve a remaster, touch up, oh, remake. And that's, yes, yeah, yeah. I, that's I, I, I was like, Spider brought up Resistance, so I wasn't gonna go there. But like, I've spoken about it before. Legend of Dragoon needs to be a, a remake, remaster, mm-hmm. anything. Uh, shout out to Brave Fencer Musashi, which is, which is a PS1 classic in my opinion. Um, the game that I've rented constantly at Blockbuster. Um, that I would love to get a remade, remake, remake, uh, remaster. Yeah. There's there's so many hidden gems that were only on PlayStation, like Tumba and uh, uh, a Croc, right? Legend Jack of Gobos. Three. Jack. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give me. <laughs> Just uh, Jack Three though. Just check. <laughs> that was the GTA style one, right? Yep. I didn't play that one. That's the only one I was allowed to play. <laughs> yeah. Like there, there's a lot in PlayStation's lineup that I think could do well with a re- remaster yeah. remake. But I will also go as far to say that I don't want PlayStation to tur- just turn into a remaster remake kind of thing. And it feels like at and this it, point you're going to get one at least once a year and that's i i guess so i guess i'm okay with that but i i would really truly you know what i'm not even gonna say it because i want to start that whole thing no just say it i just i'd I'd rather them you know just make new things um but i feel like it would also be different if we weren't just you know mentally and emotionally beat down over the discourse <laughs> over last was part one that, i feel like if that whole internet drama and unnecessary yelling at each other over yeah. a thing we should be happy about or, or like just we're just indifferent the, just just the the hobby that we love right yeah. that took so much out of me personally and just everyone like i'm it's, the discourse has been so toxic so dumb because we let like fanboys in the conversations and we really shouldn't we yeah. should be shunning them and not joining their twitter spaces personally like that's what we should be doing i'm sorry it's like i call them out every other week but like it's true yeah. like let's relax a little bit uh, we we have to stop giving those conversations o- oxygen because i feel like the other thing that's missing here is if we had a playstation showcase already oh. Yeah. We would, this would not even be like the first topic. This would no, be a no, flash no, 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 no. thing. A 100% it would So be. the fact that at the end of the day, the only thing that realistically, like most people care about is going to be Wolverine, Spider-Man for next year, quote unquote, maybe. And this, it's like, oof. Yeah. All right. And that's why this, this stings more than I feel like it should be. But right. I, I, I agree with everybody. I don't think this kind of needs to be a thing or exist. It's... It's a fine game as it is. So, what are, and how I'm going to vote with is by my wallet. Yeah. Do you, l- last question before we move on. Okay. Do you think this would have gone differently? Uh huh. If this wasn't like leaked out, if we were watching a showcase, right? And they were like, here is a Horizon Zero Dawn remaster. Right. And we get to see it, right? We're not just trying to figure out our understanding over 
it would go over better. It would go over better, right? Still, that wouldn't be great. But it would go over better. We'd be like, why is this here? But it's there because context, right? What's it surrounded by? The new experiences or the reimagined experiences. Like that's. I'm just saying, I'm kind of done with leaks or sources talking about it. Like, you want to fight Jeff Grubb about it? Sure. (laughs) Jeff Grubb, come on the show. Fight. uh, Let's have a friendly fight. Yeah. Fight, Mr. Kesup. He's weak in the knees. You got to go. Again, spaghetti for brains. You know, it's fine. (laughs) That said, Kyle, listen, this next news story uh, is massive. So I put all the things here because I feel like, honestly, everything is worth talking about. So take it away, sir. Uh, Steven Totillo from Axios writes, PlayStation to broaden lineup but won't abandon Roots, Studio Chief says. Sony PlayStation is diversifying the types of games it makes, but will not neglect its core strength of single-player narrative adventures. PlayStation Studios Chief Herman Hulse tells Axios why it matters. Winning Winning gaming hardware generations by selling the most consoles is no longer enough for PlayStation. While it entered a new console cycle with the 2020 launch of the PlayStation 5, Sony has also begun expanding into PC and mobile development. What they're saying, quote, we have a history and a reputation for building these incredible narrative-driven single-player games, such as The Last of Us and Horizon and the upcoming God of War Ragnarok, Hall says, chatting via video conference from his office in Amsterdam. The PlayStation Studios head is centrally located to orchestrate expansion efforts, coordinating the work of some 4,000 developers across 19 studios from Japan to California. Quote, we're also diversifying now, and we have stood up 12 projects in total in the live ops multiplayer space, end quote. Live ops or live service games are usually multiplayer and designed for years of post-release content that can generate additional revenue. Live games such as Epic's Fortnite and EA's Apex Legends are among the industry's biggest hits, but Sony has had scant success in the category. Most of Sony's live games haven't been announced yet and are deep in development. They'll come from newly acquired teams such as Haven Studios, partners as such as Firewalk, and even Sony's internal teams that are best known for single-player games, Hull says. They won't all be original intellectual property, Hull says, but, quote, we're not excluding bringing some of our beloved existing franchises into live games, end quote. Traditional PlayStation fans shouldn't fret. The blockbuster single-player narrative games Sony regularly wins awards for aren't going away. Many of Sony's top developers like making them and will continue to do so, the studio chief says. Quote, some of our biggest titles in the single-player narrative-driven space are also our most profitable titles, end quote. Sony is also courting PC and mobile markets. The latter is nearly double console and global revenue, according to research firm Nuzu. On PC, it has released four former PS4 games to robust sales, with more coming. Mobile is going slower, with no titles announced but obvious ambition. Hulse says Sony plans to build up its internal capability to make mobile games. We'll work with external partners and refers to recently purchased Savage Game Studios as Sony's quote-unquote first acquisition for its mobile group. Sony may also still make games for the PS4, despite only having PS5 exclusive console games announced beyond 2022. Quote, we certainly don't want to forget the millions of active players on PS4, and we want to ensure there are great games for them as well, Hull says. We're evaluating it on a case-by-case basis. Sony's moves come as costs rise for creating blockbuster games. Quote, most of the bigger teams have grown in recent years, Hulse acknowledges. 
bringing titles to PC for additional sales has helped. It has it allows us to continue to invest to invest even deeper into their projects. Scrutiny over how blockbuster games are made has intensified as well. Numerous investigative reports about the industry in recent years described overworked developers crunching long hours to an unhealthy degree, including at flagship Sony studio Naughty Dog. Quote, I want to look at our professionals as they, as people that can have balanced long-term careers with proper career progression, Hull says. Hull says his teams are trying to tackle the issue with nuance. He floated that an experienced art director might decide they want to work a Saturday to polish something. Quote, am I going to say no? Well, it's a bit more complex because what if his entire team then feels obliged to also go in? So what that means is that we need to have that conversation with the art director and say, that's about the game, but there's also your team, end quote. In July, developer for Naughty Dog's remake of the acclaimed Last of Us tweeted that the game was their first crunch-free experience in their career, praising changes at the studio. Ooh-wee, Kyle. That was a lot. That was a long read. And again, a lot of it, there's just so much stuff here out of all these little quotes out of PlayStation. So I want, and out of Herman Hulse, Triple A, or Triple H, Handsome Herman Hulse. Uh <laughs> I just love the joke, and I felt like I should kill it there. I don't know why. So, yeah, let's talk about how PlayStation is is changing. So the first thing I want to mention is the 12 projects in total that are live ops, games as service, in the multiplayer space. And Herman's saying, listen, these games, these games will exist, and they will exist in many forms. But single-player games, they're still our bread and butter. That's not changing. So what do you feel about their broadening of bringing in more games as service games? Do you feel like, Herman Holst, that's all talk? Or do you feel like there's something there? Where you see like teams like Haven Studios uh, working on new stuff. Firewalk is working on new stuff. Deviation is probably working on some new multiplayer stuff. You know, XDev is probably a big arm in this games as service lineup. But them kind of going, yeah, Naughty Dog will have one. <laughs> Gorilla maybe. Uh, but single player games will put us on the map. They'll, they'll still be there. Do you Do you have some comfort there, Kyle? 100%. I feel like Herman has listened to me talk on this show about being worried uh, of these notoriously single player experiences that I love to play on PlayStation that the not being forced to do uh, live service games, but taking time away from the thing I enjoy most, and that is single player games. Mm-hmm. So this does give me some comfort that they, that is not lost on them. And that the live service games are just there to, uh, uh, what's the word? Add value to the IP just in general. Yes. And, and I, I know that's what you've been saying and everyone else has been saying, uh, but it, it just feels good to hear from the head person that that is still the strategy. I like also that it seems like it's coming mostly from the new studios building teams from the ground up over at deviation. You're having X Treyarch guys, X uh, infinity ward guys leading the charge there to make a multiplayer game. Right. And then you're also seeing teams that have done multiplayer in the past, but have now this super 
popular IP that is Gorilla and test something out there in that universe. Uh, sorry, that is Horizon uh, to, to test it out in that universe, right? Like Gorilla made some really good multiplayer experiences yeah. that Hillzone was pretty great was overshadowed and now to have this really ah, popular shadow IP. fell very nice <laughs> oh thank you hey <laughs> you know so to see them now have this uber successful ip and then throw their multiplayer chops behind it that's exciting at the same exact yeah. time playstation knows what what put them on the market right like it's horizon it's Ghost, it's Last of Us, it's mm -hmm. God of War. And they would be silly to say, hey, let's forget about this all. And they would also be silly to say, hey, we're about to lose Call of Duty. Let's just keep making single player stuff. Sure. yeah. They yeah. need to broaden out. They need to go into different places and try to make different things to get people involved. You know, I talk about that Guerrilla, you know, Horizon co-op game. I go, I think it's Monster Hunter like experience why it fits that universe well mm -hmm. and monster hunter did amazing it sold fantastic i think it sold over 10 plus million units like that thing that ip now has weight and is now so popular you're seeing people like uh ea and and and, and you know uh uh koei tecmo try to tackle it as well because there's something there so playstation doesn't necessarily need to make a call of duty killer mm -hmm. they could go into other genres and just test out things like why not make a dead by daylight last of us-esque uh, uh survival Ooh. horror you know yeah, yeah. multiplayer game right like you could do different things i yeah. really that has me excited games of service i get i i get it makes everybody a little nervous but i'm just like you i, I don't think it's going to change playstation entirely the way we know it that being said as well i want to just really yeah, quick monster yes. world sold 18.3 million units <sighs> and that's as of june 2022 yes <laughs> that's pretty those are some pretty big numbers there the other thing too when they talk about acquisitions uh savage game studios as sony's first acquisition to the mobile group here's what i like them going into the mobile space going we're gonna acquire people uh we're going to you know not force naughty dog to make a plachinko mobile game yeah we're going to mm -hmm. toss that over to making a division from the ground up rather than forcing our studios to make mobile light experiences yeah. that's also really great that's what i like to see as well so that actually concerned me the most i'm like how much are you going into the mobile and how much energy are you taking away from the studios by doing it sure great all right, yeah. Kyle. Here's here's the biggest one. PC games. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Oh boy. You won't see PlayStation games on PC at least a year after, for example, God of War Ragnarok will come to PC eventually, but you won't see it until a year out from Ragnarok's release on P PlayStation. That makes sense to you? Yeah. Why not just rip the but like for me it's like why not just rip the cord? That's day and date. Sure. I I still think they want to put value for the console owners first and foremost. Fair enough. Giving them that year to play and just only play it on the console and then broaden it out a little bit. Yeah. I'm okay with it, but yeah, eventually it is that band-aid is gonna have to get ripped off, I feel like. And here's the thing that actually excites me that shows that Sony gets it, is like 
for the single player experiences that everybody loves, yeah, there's like a a year exclusive for for PlayStation, right? But for the multiplayer games, they're gonna be day day and day day one. Mm-hmm. That makes that's what I've been preaching from the start because you need that audience. You, you can't that, just that have it on dates. one eco- ecosystem. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You ha- need to have it at everywhere, and that's where like mobile can also fall into this. Like you can make those experiences. We've seen it with games like Fortnite and even Call of Duty on mobile, and they're practically the same games that yeah, Fortnite is the exact same mm-hmm. game. Whether you're playing it on iPad or you're playing it on a PlayStation, or you're playing it on PC. So, to me, that shows that PlayStation gets it. They're like, no, 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 no. Audience is important for multiplayer games. That's where it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, that really excites me. Kyle, is there anything else here that has you intrigued, has you hopeful, or even just has you a little bit concerned? Because overall, I feel I feel really confident in what Herman had to say here. And it's really strange how when Herman talks, we're like, okay, I'm optimistic. When Jim Ryan talks, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, what's happening and that that's an interesting dynamic there because i feel like i feel like at least personally for me i trust herman's words a little bit more because he comes from the development side sure he's been doing it for so long jim i feel like is again i don't know don't know his history all that well but like he's only been in a He's a suit. Like a boardroom, like a suit, CEO kind of person. But the 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 thing that I do really, really love about this article, the the game stuff, live service thing, everything is great. I love hearing Herman talk about the the workers, the devs, Ooh. and their their lives and how he is making sure that they're they're allowed to have their own lives outside of game dev because yeah. And I think that's super important that it's coming from Herman and not on a studio by studio basis. I, I like that he is overseeing it. He is at the head yep. and he is going to try his best to make sure that the Naughty Dog uh, Last of Us Part 1 crunch free experience is that for all PlayStation Studios. Absolutely. And I, I really, really love that initiative. And I love that he, that uh, hypothetical thing about the art um, director, right? Like art director might want to come in and do a little bit, but what does that mean for the team? You got to think about the team too yeah. and whether or not they, you want them to come in on, on a Saturday, which is generally everyone's kind of like day off for the weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I do like that Herman is talking about that and trying to make changes. PlayStation Studios... Uh, just all of them in general. Yeah. It, it, again, it also speaks to the different approach Sony is taking opposed to Microsoft's taking. Because I like what it says, why this matters in this article. Winning hardware generations by selling the most consoles is no longer enough for PlayStation. We're coming to the point where if even if we when we're at our best, we sell almost 120 million. When we're at our worst, we sell a little less than 90 million. Right? So... PlayStation is looking at it going, if we want to expand and grow this organization, we do have to think beyond console. We do have to think about these other avenues in gaming that are massive that we're not in and ask ourselves, why aren't we in those markets and what can we do to penetrate those markets? Because that's (laughs) what, what can we do differently in the mobile space? that is going to break through because don't get me wrong. There's still going to be your, you know, your uncharted 
Bejeweled games. But sure. why can't we just toss in some type of narrative? You know, why can't we add some PlayStation flair to get people on these games on mobile? How it's, can- it's funny you, you bring that up because yeah. uh, I, I was going to uh, uh, pimp it out later. Um, I, I'm doing Road to Ragnarok with our good friend Kevin Diaz, like Ooh-wee. you did with Forbidden West. That's right. And we did our first episode talking about like what God of War means to me and just like, my history with God of War. And I was looking up God of War uh, titles. I had no idea that there was a God of War mobile game yep. called God of War Betrayal. And apparently it's pretty good. And it's it's like locked away on a mobile. Uh, yeah, on a Nokia somewhere. Somewhere. Like that excites me to have a Kratos adventure right here in my hands. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I wish it was a Vita <laughs> God of War Kratos experience, but that, that excites me as a lot. Yeah. Give me yeah. just not. Not just fun 15 minutes, let me match some things or or endless runner kind of situation, mm-hmm. but like actual story based cool things. Yeah. And like with mobile expanding the way it has in, in the tech front, you can put some pretty impressive games on there. So to me, that's cool how they're expanding, but it's seemingly at the same exact time they're not forgetting what put them here. And that yeah. is their single player experiences. Mm-hmm. It's important because as we see more and more of these games or publishers being bought out by Microsoft, it is, you know, PlayStation can't just be the I'm here for the exclusives machine. They got to be also something else and something more. They have to evolve. So, yeah. again, I'm I'm really, really excited and optimistic by what Herman's saying here. And, yeah, I'm going to give a lot of these games a service a chance so you know to me this is just this is just good business this is just yeah. them expanding the company if we want playstation to keep doing what they're doing they have to so i may not like mm-hmm. mobile games but they have to my brother will be that whale <laughs> right my brother loves mobile games yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the marvel strike force and the star wars heroes like you'll get it uh-huh. but he's gonna be there i'm gonna be here and that's fine we, those yeah. things could exist. Anyway, my, my, yeah, my one last thing before we yeah. move on is I, I hope my one little thing that I, I hope doesn't happen is I want the live service games to not feel samey. Fair, right? Like they they needed a good new, need to do a good job of what was it twelve? Yes, and tw- they need to be distinct enough. Fair. Because look at like the PlayStation uh, 3 generation, right? They're like, okay, we need to take on a Call of Duty. We got Resistance. We got Killzone. We got Starhawk. We, we got, got Mag. Mag. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget Mag's always the last one. Yeah, yeah. These are the shooters that, that we're going to try. No, none of them did it. None of them were able to mm-hmm. penetrate who that, that market. So it's just like, yeah, we can make a shooter with X Call of Duty does with a deviation i'm just assuming it's shooter because of their pedigree uh um i know nothing please don't yell at me (laughs) but like you know go out there make that monster hunter make that twisted metal like make that tarkov last of us game like do different stuff that's what excites me here playstation Mm -hmm. to me has some of the best developers in the industry how you attract them is by treating them right like herman said here how you make more money to make more of these games you expand to pc you expand to mobile like this is exciting for playstation and for playstation gamers so all of this is is a great time i think you're right they're the those 12 live service games first off are all of them gonna hit no some of them maybe Mm -hmm. but the ones that are that's the thing that Sony's really banking on. 
Absolutely. And yep. yeah, make them different. Not everything is the Call of Duty. And I think the industry is also learned. Not every, there is no Halo killer. There is no WoW killer. There is no Call of Duty killer. There's, that doesn't exist. You no. can make interesting things in that marketplace, but no one's dethroning Call of Duty. Sorry. No. No. Yeah. There, there is just Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> there is just Fortnite. There's can only just be. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've spent way too much money. You know, the moment <laughs> they, they bring in Miles Morales in Fortnite, which you know they are. Yeah. I'm going to cry and then spend like 40 bucks. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> wait, a- wait, if you joined our community stream, we got to see your your collection of characters. <laughs> <laughs> the hundreds upon hundreds yeah. of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not proud. Anyway. <laughs> Kyle, on to the next story on the list, sir. Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, Sony from Software Investment targets movies and TV shows alongside games. Fancy an Elden Ring movie. It looks like PlayStation Studios boss Herman Hulse might be entertaining the idea. In a new interview with Reuters, the head honcho revealed that Sony Interactive Entertainment's minority stake in From Software might not be limited to video game collaborations. With PlayStation Productions off to a successful start, the company is eyeing movie and TV show collaborations as well. All that said, a Bloodborne movie isn't outside the realm of possibility either. Quote, you should think of collaborations on the game development side first and foremost, but it's also not unthinkable with our PlayStation production efforts that we explore opportunities. Hurst, not Hurst, Hulst told Reuters. Ooh, I am this close to getting a cyberpunk edge runner like experience for Bloodborne. That would be so cool. Dude, that would be... I don't know what I would want more, an anime, animated Bloodborne show. And people or... are like, oh, it's Berserker or whatever. I'm not a big anime person, but I get it. But like, Or do I want like a live-action HBO Bloodborne, <laughs> dark and moody kind yeah. of thing? Oh, I don't know which one. No, I, I think Bloodborne works so best when it's in a weird niche. Sure. Um, but you know what? It would be really great. You have a Bloodborne Netflix in the vein of like uh, Haunting of Hill House vibe. Like get Ooh. get that guy on there to make something. Spooky. Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, yeah. Okay. yeah. He, he knows. But also, please don't kill like dogs, please. I can't. Or cats. <laughs> please don't do that. Yeah. 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 Uh, unless they're Bloodborne ones. What? What fun. if they did? No, never mind. That's no, stupid. Say, I was going to say, what if they did a like? You know how Netflix has been. Uh, toying around with like their choose your own adventure kind of series yeah. what if they do that for like bloodborne or <laughs> that's that's how they introduce you dying and then restarting Ooh. because i'm th- like that's an interesting thing like how yeah. would you translate that to the screen yeah no, oh, that's like a yeah the whole like prepare to die type of like aspect yeah. that's right like how do you get that like maybe it's like a one-off each episode is like someone what, meeting an hunter? untimely end yeah Ooh, okay. I'm just saying, I don't know. I got I got a brain full of rocks. Sometimes works. <laughs> Maybe it's just Gehrman, right? Oh, God, yes. Like his origin story, that would be mm-hmm. dope. Okay, Kyle, listen. This sounds fantastic. Uh, Elden Ring, transcending. I know Bandai talked about it a few months back, but it seems like PlayStation kind of beat him to the punch here when it says, hey, let's we're going to invest in your company and we want to we make media of your IP and translate it to film and TV. And I think we talked a little bit about this on the show as well as this absolutely makes sense for PlayStation of securing from software. So they don't go anywhere and expanding their IP. So it's more synonymous with PlayStation without, without having to own them. 
Yeah. So are you excited by this idea of an Elden Ring show and or movie? Do you think that from software is the, the, the they make the type of games that that could translate well on screen? Uh, I, am I excited? Yes. I don't know how well they would translate. Yeah, because they're like they because there's so many like villains, so many bosses like the I, story is an enigma story. <laughs> like I, I'm sure somebody can write like a, a story into yeah. it. And it makes sense. And using the lore from the games. But absolutely. Is is it going to be like a monster of the week kind of thing where you go at, at a boss every single episode or. I, I truly just want to see these environments on the screen. Yeah. Like I, I would love to see, uh, um, uh, Oh my God. Why am I blanking on? I would love to see Kate Hurst manor. Yes. In real life. Oh God. Yes. Like on set with a real human going through it. Like that excites me. Yeah. But I don't know how they would do it structurally. Like with a plot. Now that actually goes to cypher. Prima's question. I hope I said your name right. Um, I probably didn't. But that said, how excited are you at the possibility of a Bloodborne TV series or film? Cypher, we're there. <laughs> Ooh, my nips can cut glass. That's how excited I am about all this. Which two of those adaptations, series or film, would you think is the best one? Honestly, I think Bloodborne's probably the best, best way that they can. I think it's the most straightforward story out of what from softwares what we know them for yeah um what style okay now we get now we get this question anime or live action i think anime i think animation as well i don't think this i don't think this translate like i don't think you can make a game of thrones out of this you gotta throw some insane budget i would like to see them try (laughs) okay okay yeah, <laughs> and it's like when they fail at the end, it's like at least we tried. As long as they, uh, you know, uh, non sequitur here. Yeah. As long as they learn from Jordan uh, uh, Peele. I don't sure. know if you saw that when he was talking about Nope. No, no. All the night scenes. Yeah. That were shot. All those scenes were shot during the day, and they did a filming technique where they shot one at a different speed or something mm-hmm. of two cameras and then they layered it on top of each other Ooh. and that's why the night scenes look like they are at night but in but they actually did them during the day oh, so like crazy. hey game of thrones learn from that <laughs> so we can see what's going on we I never watched know the ep- we, i haven't watched the episode everyone's talking about but apparently yeah. there's another completely dark episode there's a good five minutes where you have a vague idea Ugh. of movement I <laughs> hate it. yeah oh <laughs> uh, trust me there's a there's a lot of if there's some things I wish I didn't see from that show, you know, sure, sure, sure. Like some of the birthing stuff, I would have maybe that should have been shot at night. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, <laughs> woo we, you ladies, I, I have no struggles compared to what I saw, and that was just acting. They deserve Oscars. They deserve Purple Hearts. All of it. Wow. Um, it's dude, it's rough. Oh my god. Anyway. Mm childbirth crazy crazy (laughs) concept um but yeah no like i think these make sense for tv shows more than films i think most games are going to translate better from to tv to films because Mm -hmm. to me tv gives you more of a a chance to kind of soak everything in and tell that story through a long 
uh, a, a, you know, a long time frame. So I, I think TV would would be the best fit here, um, unless they do a movie, and where and I'm only thinking Bloodborne, yeah, because that's what's coming that's to my brain first and foremost. Of like instead of a movie about the uh, a hunter, mm-hmm. wh- what if it's a movie about like Amelia, right? The first Ooh. vicar or Lawrence or yeah. Maria, Maria, Maria. Like maybe a, a villain's villain story about how they got to where they are. Yeah, that that again, all this excites me, and yeah. I, it just excites me to see video games branch out into tell their stories in different mediums as well. So again, yeah. like I get it. The industry's in this weird changing sequence. And I feel like we're all kind of getting for some reason bummed about it. I'm getting excited by it. I don't know. It's yeah. just me. Yeah. That said, Kyle, here's the next story on the list. It's also a doozy of a read. Oh, but by I the feel way, like you could take t- Cypher said, uh, uh, Primus by the Primus. Way. Oh, pr- okay. Primus. My bad. It's fine. <laughs> Kyle, take it away. Good, sir. Uh, Joe Scribbles over at IGN. CD Projekt is working on three Witcher games, a new cyberpunk, and a new IP. CD Projekt Red has announced the codenames and brief descriptions for five new games, including three Witcher games, a new cyberpunk, and a brand new IP. Revealed on Twitter, it marks a major next step for the developer in multiple respects, from developing its own IP from scratch to developing multiple full-size games at one time. In a separate release, the company says it is also, quote, adding multiplayer to the majority of future projects, end quote. This also marks the first time that we've learned the new Witcher trilogy will not be the only new game set in that universe. The five games are Codename Orion, quote, a codename for our next cyberpunk game, which will take the cyberpunk franchise further and connect harnessing the or continue harnessing the potential of this dark future universe. Orion will be developed by a brand new CD project studio set up in the U.S. Codename Polaris is a codename for the next installment in the Witcher series of games, which we recently announced was in pre-production. It is beginning. It is the beginning of a new saga. We aim to release two more Witcher games after Polaris, creating a new AAA RPG trilogy. The full trilogy is intended to be released in a six-year period. And codename Canis Majoris, a full-fledged Witcher game separate to the new Witcher saga starting with Polaris. It will be developed by an external studio headed by experienced developers who have worked on past Witcher games. It's not currently clear which developer is working on this project. And codename Sirius, a codename for the game developed by the Molasses Flood, set in the Witcher universe and created with support from CDPR. It will differ from our past productions, offering multiplayer gameplay on top of a single player experience, including a campaign with quests and story. End quote. Oh, and Hadar, a codename for a third entirely distinct IP created from scratch within CDPR. The Mm. project is in the earliest stages of the creative process, which means we are not developing any game yet, but working exclusively on the foundation for this new setting. First off, Kyle, I'm going to say something really crazy right now. All these these announcements have me excited. And again, daggers out for me, y'all. I feel like this is how we should start announcing games. With their code names? Just, yeah. Just say, like, look, I feel like we're getting to this point. It, we see with TV all the time, too. Like, the, you know, the set of The Last of Us. How many times that's been leaked out? The set of an MCU thing or DC or whatever. We see these sets 
we know, you know, we see the logo a year, years before they actually come to fruition. Look at Blade, for example, right? Mm. We know that these things are coming. Why can't sure. you just say, if I'm PlayStation going, hey, we have some projects that we're cooking up. Here are what what we we got. So we could beat these leakers and these oh, rumor yeah. mongers at the punch here. Because how many times now have we seen developers come out and go, well, no, we're not making a new Sly game. Stop mm-hmm. asking. No, those leaks and those rumors aren't true. We're doing something else. We'll tell you at, a, at another time. Or... A great example is actually there's a new Transformers movie coming out and a leaker goes, I'll announce it because they won't. Here's what this this whole movie is and here's who the villain is like, how dare you, actually? That's their project to announce. Hundreds of people have worked on that. Mm -hmm. You're just some dude. No, how about Mm -hmm. you relax? Mm -hmm. So like that actually really triggered me. Um, So that they could kind of beat the leaker's to the punch and say and kind of set expectations why can't playstation go hey uh, insomniac we're working on a cool marvel thing it's multiplayer come join us you know or or you know uh, ben studios going hey we're working on something sci-fi open world maybe we have some co-op mechanics in come join us mm-hmm. like i think that works and then you can you can have a cool sizzle sizzle reel i don't know uh, what do you think on that concept I like it in theory. Okay, fine. <laughs> but no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, I was I, thinking I, about it during lunch. I was eating a wrap. <laughs> you say wrap so aggressively. Well, because it was a turkey wrap. Okay. It wasn't um, great. And I was just like, <laughs> I think this is a good idea. <laughs> no, it, it is a good idea. But I think if I was PlayStation, and even just for me personally, it, doing that loses some of the excitement and seeing it unveiled for the first time and i understand the reasoning behind it of, of getting ahead of leakers which is a big issue yeah um but I like if, if insomniac like you said it's like yeah in addition to wolverine and spider-man 2 we have another marvel game and it's going to be multiplayer or whatever that would just bum me out because i want to be shocked by it the first time i hear about it because then we get into the whole thing of like, if they're not going to be, if they're not going to come right out and say what IP it is, like they say a Marvel multiplayer game, True. then that's all we're going to hear is, oh, which hero is it going to be? What kind of, it's just going to be Marvel's Avengers all over again. I was like, oh, I don't, it just tires me thinking about it. All right, fair. Yeah, you, I think you poked a really good hand in there. I, I think this works though because it's just CD Project. Right. It's their studio. It's the things they're working on, similar to like Assassin's Creed uh, doing their codename stuff. All right, fair enough. Oh, well, here's it. Here's the thing. M9 Prime wrote in, which he had two excellent questions. He writes, "I hope CD Project Red learned from their lesson from the Cyberpunk launch. I think they did, because a great game got forgotten by many due to its quote unquote incompleteness at launch. It just needed a few more months in the oven. I would say here to bake because I played it on PlayStation Five when the PlayStation Five version released, and it ran pretty good and almost no issues. I hope devs get the time they need." and the bean counters who satisfy investors keep their noses out of it. I will take a great launch for them to get their goodwill back, but I believe that team can make stellar games. I'm excited for Cyberpunk Orion, uh, which was announced, and I'm always up for a Witcher game. How about you guys? So, first off, fantastic question. And because of Edge Runners, I am 
I'm in Cyberpunk 2077, Kyle, and I am loving it. It's it's a great game here. Now, is this like, oh my god, is this a religious experience? No, it's a really great open world game, and I think it's a better Fallout game than Fallout ever wish it could be. Sorry, Fallout fans, <laughs> but your load times are horrendous. <laughs> and that Prescott guy that wants me to to help the villagers, I I uh. hope they all die. I don't want the base building. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, for me, as as a, as a non like first person RPG shooter game. Uh, this is actually doing a whole lot for me. So I'm actually, out of all these, probably the most excited for Orion. I don't know. What what say you? I know you're not a huge CD guy. No, not yet. Not like, yet. I, I, I eventually I will hop back into Cyberpunk. I do want to give that game a, a shot. I'm, like, very eagerly awaiting... The Witcher 3 uh, next-gen version. I like the backing track I'm getting. Uh, I'm, I'm like eagerly waiting the, the Witcher 3 PS5 version so I can actually like play it from beginning to end. Yeah. Um, and, and so like these excite me. On one hand, though, okay. hearing three Witcher games in six years, we know how big Witcher 3 is, which is why I haven't played it yet. <laughs> That yeah. seems like uh, a, an Assassin's Creed oversaturation thing waiting to happen. Also, I can understand the the, the skepticism of like y'all didn't even release one game great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> y'all yeah, are yeah, making yeah, yeah. like six and a half. <laughs> like, yeah. what are we doing but, here? So but I the sequel to Cyberpunk, I am actually excited about it because to think again, I haven't played the the first two Witcher games, but to think how they went from that first one. And second one, and then made three, and everything they learned and retooled, and like they're obviously a super talented studio. I'm super excited for whatever sequel to Cyberpunk is going to look like and feel like and play like, because you know damn well they're gonna try their best mm-hmm. to not have another situation happen. Now they like, have something to prove. One hundred percent, which is exciting, because you know they're going to make it right. Yeah, I also like the what is this the the entirely the yeah the entirely different one. It's in the early stages, and it's like it it, it is a multiplayer RPG. I wonder how that's gonna work. Mm. Did of, they say that one was a multiplayer? Yes, RPG? It, it, it's it's. It, they talked a little bit about it being some type of weird blend of of online element. I'm interested to see how that works, because for me, I think of Elder Scrolls. I go, man, oh, man, if only there was co-op to it. And then they made Elder Scrolls Online. I was like, a step too far. Let's bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) But like to just like if I'm walking around as Geralt in The Witcher 4, whatever. Yeah. And someone's walking in as Siri. Let's go. Like, let's have like a Dragon Age like like game. Sure. That excites me. I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm more thinking about it of like what kind of setting is it going to be? Yeah. We already have the the very far far future. We have castles and mythology and dragons and like mythical beasts of the Witcher. Yes. Where where are we going to go next? Like the pil- the pilgrims in the United <laughs> States? Like what yeah. is, what a modern setting in a CD project? So that would be kind of interesting. That'd be interesting. I I do like the like the the discovery of the new world vibe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's where it is. So overall, I'm I'm excited. Again, I'm loving Cyberpunk. So I'm 
I'm all in on what CD has to offer. And I'm excited to see The Witcher 3 get its current gen refresh so I can go back to that and beat it on PlayStation. Because I remember playing it on Xbox and I got like halfway through. I don't know why I dropped it because it was so good. But to me, PlayStation 5 version, I'm going to be there. I'm excited. That said, Kyle, the next story on the list, this is the last big story, Kyle. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Liam Croft, no relation to Lara from Push Square, writes, Sony producing 2 million PSVR 2 headsets by March 2023. Sony plans to have 2 million PSVR 2 headsets ready for consumers to purchase by March 2023, a new Bloomberg report claims. Mass production reportedly kicked into gear last month and hasn't hit any snags or faced any supply chain constraints up until now. The platform holder plans to release the next-gen device early next year, providing us with a rough estimate of how many units could be available at launch. In comparison, it took Sony's first PSVR headset over a year to sell 2 million units, but it released during a time when virtual reality wasn't quite as commonplace as it is now. Headsets like the Oculus Quest 2 have made the technology more accessible at a cheaper price point. As of January 2020, PSVR had sold 5 million units. Suggestions Sony wants to have 2 million headsets uh, ready for PSVR 2's launch period. Almost half of PSVR's entire install <laughs> base would indicate the company is investing heavily in the optional PS5 add-on. Okay, so there's a lot here. The one thing that is the underline... The production strain on PlayStation is seemingly decreasing rapidly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a article, I think, by or a tweet I saw from uh, Christopher Dridge over at GamesIndustry.biz saying that they've heard from the grapevine that the production in September alone is the best they've had in the last 12 months of PlayStation 5. That's so great. They're really ramping up production, and it seems like the PlayStation VR 2 headset is ramping up production. We said it. We think this is coming out March, you know. Yeah, twenty March. Yeah, maybe April. Who knows? But they want to sell a lot of these, Kyle. And I think the thing that gets them over that 2 million sold, because that's a huge number for VR. Remember, guys, VR is still a small but growing market that holds an extreme amount of promise if you're a shareholder or a corporation that likes a sony you want to get in on this product fast one of the things it seems like they'll be getting if the rumors and leaks look at us uh are correct valve half-life alex is coming to psvr too oh boy rumor speculation kyle do you think the two million number is too bullish it's pretty bullish it's like Especially because we don't know how, what the cost is going to be for us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so many unknowns. Like, we don't know the price of this console. I do think it's a $500 headset. We still don't know a launch lineup. Still don't know the launch lineup of games. Yeah. We don't even know if there's going to be an upgrade path from PSVR 1, but let's not hold our breath. Yeah. So even with all these obstacles, I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know if it's going to hit that 2 million mark. Mm-hmm. I hope it does. Oh, but 100%. What are they do- doing differently from Oculus? What are they doing differently from the Index that's going to get people over to the PlayStation headset versus what they could get entry-level Oculus or what they could get for the extravagant Index? Yeah. Like, what are yeah, they going to yeah. offer different? I don't know. Yeah. They need to do more things of like... Yeah, if Half-Life Alex, if this rumor is true and it's coming to PSVR 2 next year at some mm-hmm. point, 
they need to start bringing these other VR games over and, yeah. and getting deals and, and bringing them on because I'm worried a little bit. Why? I just want to know what I'll be playing on it. Like <laughs> that, I mean, that, that backwards compatibility thing really bummed me out. Yeah, I mean, it bummed a lot of people out. I think it sucks. Again, I, I understand the reasoning, though. Yeah. I do uh-huh. believe there should be a free upgrade for you. Should be, but we know. Yeah. Uh, we know in our hearts. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, with even that, the, the idea of no backwards compatibility, will that just turn people off? Going, I'll just get an index. You're not respecting my dollar. Like, that's a good question. Yeah. Because we could sit here and speculate, but we just don't know. Crazy, crazy. But hey, listen, huge numbers. Let's see if they'll hit them. I'm excited for PSVR 2 all the same, but yeah. I also think that this leads to a, I don't know, maybe November, get a PSVR only state of play. Where no. we where where we get the date and, and 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 price and everything. Honestly, as much as I'd love that, I think they're throwing this into a show, the showcase. But that's the thing. At this point, I don't know if we get a showcase this year. I'm you know, kind of falling so. in that camp, and that bumps me out. <laughs> no, I think we're getting one. I think we're getting one this month. I th- just because of what the the Final Fantasy 16 director said. We have the trailer. We're waiting. Why would they wait? Okay. Why can't they? Just I mean, drop that's it? Uh, they could be waiting for Game Awards. I don't know. They they said expected in October. I hope so. I, I I'm, 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 I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. I need to eat right now. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Again, and I think a lot of the negative news towards PlayStation, if they just released that showcase. Exactly. All the all the worries. Remaster just, what? Exactly. Who? Huh? huh? Oh, okay. man. Spider-Man looks dope. Exactly. Yeah. Nathan Drake is in Last of Us. Like all that stuff, dude. Well, can you imagine it. wisecracking as he's shooting clickers? Right? <laughs> this used to be someone's dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. Flash news. Are you ready? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Gotta go Gotta fast. fast. Gotta go fast. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Dead Space Remake Thoughts. Here we go. Why'd it's you out. put farts in there? Because Jose usually says he goes, thoughts, oh. farts. <laughs> Um, And I love Jose, so there you go. You're you're part of the trophy room history now and forever. It looks beautiful. Oh, Kyle. And uh, and you were super excited, and I didn't know about this because I didn't play the original, but I think it was confirmed that it's going to be a one-shot camera thing, similar to God of War. One-shot camera thing, so like there's no Is that how the original was? No, because there was loading, but what you would do is you go in a tram, the loading screen, and then Uh there's the, the, the level. Oh, got it. Okay, so they they try to hide it. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Um, so now this is gonna be similar in God of War. This is a one shot. That's so exciting. Um, so exciting. Uh, sorry, Nathan. Isaac ha- is fully voice acted, so the story yeah. is going to change a little bit because now it's not a silent protagonist, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, this game looks beautiful. This is this is the game, man, that oh, made yeah. me fall in love with survival horror. So also, I'm I, so in wild to see as yeah. a physical media owner a limited run games doing the collector's edition yes that is uh i think only possible because of the buyout now that, good that you mentioned that you're right they were bought out by embracer and this is you're seeing it like they're expanding to do like now they're doing books on games and, yeah and they are partnering with ea yeah and not just like smaller indie like they did doom stuff for switch sure but like this is pretty huge, and yeah. granted, that price tag's a little hefty. Okay, 
230 bucks. That helmet's pretty pretty cool. The helmet's so cool, but the $20 shipping? Yeah. I can't justify it, man. I really can't. Mm. I really can't. I want to buy it, but like I just I can't justify it. That being said, Kyle, $70 game. Remake. People Thanks, love PlayStation. it. Thanks, PlayStation. I yeah. feel like we had it. Right, that's the popular thing on internet to say. Hey, thanks PlayStation for making this a thing. That's right. I'm sorry, you should blame 2K. I'm sorry, blame yourself. You keep buying them for 70 bucks, blah blah blah. You know, I'm, whatever. I'm blame yeah. your your ignorance because you know, if you look at inflation, $70 equals 60 bucks 10 years ago. So whatever. So relax. <sighs> Man, we're becoming sour grapes because of the internet. Don't worry. Hey Joe, uh, what it. did yes. what did the purple grape say to the green grape? breathe oh i mixed that up i switched around what did the green grape gra- <laughs> say to the purple grape what? breathe oh shoot. Hey, hey, hey all right you know writes in <laughs> hey guys hope you're both doing well welcome to october where we get spooky joseph, joseph levels up in life and we become stars in playstation and trails has given me another character to steal my heart Ooh, who is it my question this week is what are your favorite horror games to tell someone to get started on the genre? With it being October, it seems only like the perfect time to get into some horror games, if I get the time. And I wanted a beginner game to get my feet wet with blood. I added that. So, I throw the ball over to you guys. Which games in horror genre would you recommend to a beginner? This is it, Dead Space, Dead Space 2. Here you go. I like this is a game that made me fall in love with it. And I feel like the reason why I love like these games, Resident Evil, those type of horrors is because I have a gun. So at least I can shoot the thing. Mm. It may not be. I may be a, a shit shot, but at least I can <laughs> shoot. I have a gun in my hand. I can defend myself from things with blades for arms. Yeah. Um, funny you ask, Yuna. Uh, last week's 6-1 IndieCast, we all talked about indie horror games that we love. So check that episode out for some indie ones. Mm-hmm. I will highlight uh, one of my favorites. It's not really like gory, scary stuff, but shout out to Costume Quest. Uh, Double Fine's oh. like RPG trick-or-treat Halloween thing. It's fantastic. Um, but when it comes to scary games, Alan Wake Remastered mm-hmm. um, is pretty good. Um, I love a good old Dead by Daylight. I think that's really, really good. Uh, as a non-multiplayer person, I really dig playing that game. Yeah, and uh, playing with Joe the few times I played with Joe and him doing his voices while he's chasing, it. it's unsettling. I like the way you breathe, boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of some other ones. You got layers of fear. You got there's little nightmares. There's, uh, but there's I would say there. Dead Space, Resident Evil. That's your that's your start. Those are easy go tos. Yep. Resident Evil, like two remakes, probably right up your alley. Like that's mm-hmm. it's stellar. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey Kyle, uh, Need for Speed Unbound leaked by EA <laughs> accidentally. Oh, that poor. They did the, they did the Thanos moment. I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> After months of speculation, this game is going to be probably coming out December 2nd. We're going to get a reveal as the show goes live. We've seen some screenshots. Unfortunately, I'm not a Need for Speed guy, so it does very little for me. Yeah, say I mean it's it's gonna look gorgeous. Racing games always look gorgeous. I did think I saw a screenshot of like the in-game characters are somewhat like cell shaded and comic booky, which is a cool little uh uh, twist on it. And 
I don't know if it's anything like underground, which I hear people love. It, they're going to go in the right direction. All right. Good. Good. This makes me feel nice. Uh, jailbroken PlayStation fives are out. They're in the wild. Even uh, have you seen this? Have you heard about this guy? Have you know? Do you I know have. what a jailbreak is? Good. No. No right, well, you're about to find out because of Game Rant. Uh, Sony's PlayStation 5 console has been jailbroken, which could pave the way for pri- uh, piracy and homebrew content. While it takes, so, while it sometimes takes years for it to happen, most video game consoles and other electronics eventually get quote-unquote jailbroken, which essentially means they've been modified to perform functions or install content that would normally be restricted by the device's manufacturer. There's been a long history of video game console jailbreaks, and now it's happened to one of the industry's newest systems. So and very people, similar to why how people use PSP to put Nintendo games on back in the day. 100% percent that is yeah that is what this is and of course people are putting pt on it <laughs> oh yeah i mean duh <laughs> duh listen i'm not i'm here to condone it don't do it but like if you were to do yeah, it that's probably do the it. yeah it's probably the game to risk hey, for the biscuit on game pass on playstation it's here there you go <laughs> now you can stop talking to us about it you know stop, stop yeah. annoying us jeez jeez louise people yelling at me all right so uh yeah that's a big security breach as well possible that's big time yeah. so i wonder how playstation what Sony does to work around that. Apparently it's with the older models, like of like update, like 4.0 or whatever. It's not on the, the latest and greatest. Oh, software. so if you upgrade your firmware, it'll be impossible. Yeah. 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 Got it. So that said, <laughs> that really sucks for, because don't they have the old firmware like updates on the website or something? That's true. Like, can't you just re-download that at any point? Huh? I like on a USB drive. I don't know. People that's, probably that's, have it as well. It seems like thing. a bad idea. How do you work around that? <laughs> I feel like people that want to jailbreak a thing are going to jailbreak it. They got no matter what. They got yeah. the thumb drives all waiting for the which absolutely. Yep. Most people not going to be bothered by this. I'm just concerned of like the hacker situation. Yes. God. God knows PlayStation sat out history with them. How oh, does yeah. this affect affect them security wise? And I believe there's already like a, a system update that is about stability. I think it's probably about what's just happened Absolutely. here today. Yep. Hey, Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah. PlayStation Stars goes live today for uh, North America and South America. Yeah. And uh, you got to be invited to it. No. No? I, I signed on this morning. Really? Well, I, I haven't gotten the update for it. I heard you had to sign in for it. Or sorry, oh, you have you, to be you invited have to, for it. You have to sign up for it. It's on the website. If you search for it, you can find it. I press it. Nothing happens. Oh. Well, so this is terrific. Well, here it is <laughs> on the PlayStation app. Um, so oh, it's you, God. you got like some campaigns, like just play a game. We'll get you a digital collectible. Uh, this one is wild. This is the one where I'm like, okay, PlayStation, what are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, grab your next favorite game. Buy one of these games to get 50 points. And they're all like flow place, NBA 2K23. Of course Last was part one inscription Madden NFL. TMNT collection Saints Row 5. You I mean, buy one of those, you'll get 50 points. Get inscription. Now 50, oh, 100%. 50 points is roughly, I think, 49 cents or something. It's a shrewd buck. It's a shrewd buck. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> and, and it does look like there's going to be like multiple refreshes for the campaigns. Okay. But the, the it is exciting when you look at rewards. Like Here are some of the PlayStation Store rewards, like games you can use points towards. Uh-huh. You can get Cult of the Lamb. It takes two. Sekiro, The Quarry, Hades. Um, 
like the quarry is 17,000 points. So who knows how long it will take to get there. But $20 to the PlayStation store is 5,000 points, which I feel like a lot more people are going to go towards. This just sounds like one big giant Dave and Buster store, and I hate it. It's pretty close. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> but, it, but it's free. It's okay. like you don't have to pay for it, so we'll see how it goes. Let me ask you something here, Kyle, since you have experience with it. These items were NFTs, right? I I don't have an item yet, so I don't know. I think they were supposed oh, to be Oh, NFTs. you mean like before? Oh, yes. yes. It 100% was probably going to be an NFT. This yeah. is going to be this is going to be a uh, the digital items they're going to be they're going to be gone in in a year or two. That's what I think. Most likely. Just like that one uh the accolades. Remember those? Oh, yeah, when you, you play with somebody online you'd be like, "Hey, this guy's really good at at healing." <laughs> He's real nice. <laughs> it's like, "No, we're the internet. This guy <laughs> is a hole you know (laughs) yeah 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 all right kyle it's finally time to prepare the drop i'm holding on to this by the way sorry i'm sick oh that's the the or loving love and thunder jane on the back thor on the front oh it's beautiful beautiful I'd be in between that. Okay, October 4th. <laughs> Ooh, Alfred Hitchcock, Vertigo on PS5, PS4. You'd be dumb if you weren't. You'd be like, I'm over it. Uh, car Desert Rally on PS5, PS4. Overwatch 2, if you could get into this goddamn game. Nobody seems to can. Uh, on PS5, oh my PS4. God. I read that. I'm like, why is Overcooked 2 on this week's drop? <laughs> Oh, my God. It's like, that game's been out forever. <laughs> We're both very sick. Yum yeah. Yum Cookstar on PS4. October 6th, Falling Out on PS5, PS4. October 7th. LOL Surprise, BB's Born to Travel on PS4. That's uh, based off of uh, some some dolls that my nieces are big into. Oh, really? I thought it was I one of those so. cheap plants. No, okay. no, 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 no. Uh, who knows? Maybe it is. Nickelodeon Kart Racers 3 Slime Speedway comes out PS5 and PS4. I'm sorry. The third one? The third one. Are we turning that out every year we get a new kart racer? Yeah. Here it is. That's wild. And that's it. That's all the games this week. Next week is going to get nuts. But this week, still slow. It's been a year. It's been a year for video game releases. Every game released in February, and now we're just in the lull. Until next February. Uh, really quickly, though, before yeah. we get into the our favorite bit, uh, I, I do briefly want to talk about how excited yes. I am about the Gotham Knights previews. Are they seeming good? Uh, from what I've from the couple that I've seen and read, uh, the main points are the story is fascinating. Okay. And the city is awesome. Great. What Gameplay can be a little bit repetitive. Oh, boy. Which I feel yeah. like we kind of kind of knew. Um, and, and I think that's the biggest knock from what I remember from reading, but to me, just hearing that the story is excellent. I can't wait. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm in. I I can't wait to play as Batgirl and just wreck shop. I've, when they're like four heroes drop on the city, I was like, who's the fourth hero? Right. Robin exists. (laughs) Oh, to me, it was like, oh yeah. Red hood. Yeah. Red hood. He's, he's, he's part of the thing. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm really excited for that game. Um, I'm I'm pumped. So that's it, Kyle. It's time for our favorite segment of the of the show, and that is 
the Sony Pony Express. I'm going to cough during this. Shubles and Bits writes in, hey guys, hope you're both doing well. <laughs> oh boy. And Joe, I hope you had a great birthday. Now this question, I did, by the way. Thank you, Shubles. Because of you, by the way. Thank you. Your generosity knows no bounds. This question might seem a bit odd. Do you guys ever play games that coincide with the season? We got a lot of questions like this. Uh, once September hits, I try to get through as many horror titles as I could get spooky for the season. I also try to play uh, play slice of life games, i.e. Life is Strange around Thanksgiving and happy, joyous games around Christmas. Am I the only one that does this? Absolutely not. No, I You're do. not the only one. Uh, sometimes I do. I'm more of the movie person. Fair. Right, like October hits, I'm starting to watch scary movies. Yes. Uh, games, not so much, just because it's time of the day and my backlog's already huge. So, humble uh, break. The the, <laughs> the only the only game that I thought about making a tradition is uh, Miles Morales at Christmas time. Yeah, because you're swinging around New York City at Christmas, and that is. Uh, Besides Arkham Origins, which is also takes place on Christmas Eve, it's pretty cool swinging around New York City at Christmas time. Yeah. In that game. Uh, like, I watch Die Hard during Christmas. I do that a lot with movies, and it's just like, it's time. I want to watch yep. something scary. We're, mm-hmm. we're watching Aliens, like, you know, during Halloween or something yep. like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like getting into the festive spirit. Uh, Home Alone during uh, during Christmas or any of, like... Christmas vacation on loop yeah. for Christmas time. On that's loop. My help, Home Alone my two during election season. Like that's it. <laughs> that's a joke. That's a funny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's what I typically tell. But I don't go like overboard. Um, sure. So like I'm not here like decorating my, you know, my lawn with ghouls and goblins. It's, it's totally normal here. Uh huh. I, I yeah. don't do that. That's that's a bit nuts. We got there. some it's wood pumpkins nuts. outside. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. All right. M9 Prime writes in. That's right. He asked two amazing questions, and that's why he gets added twice here today. <clears throat> this one's for the Sony Pony Express. Yeah. yeah. I hope both of you are doing well, and happy belated birthday, Joseph. Oh, thank you, sir. I hope you get over your illness fast. Oh, boy. You're very lucky. I muted the mic several times in this episode. <laughs> I know how awful it is to be sick. Uh, do you like playing spooky game? Oh, this is another one similar. Okay, spooky games around Halloween. I'm debating between playing Man of Medan or Little Hope this month. What do you suggest? I've already played Until Dawn, so I'm looking for something new. Bonus question. Oh, here's this why. This is this is just for you. Would you consider Control to be a spooky game? Are there games out there that don't seem spooky, but you consider them spooky games and think along the lines of how some people say Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it is. I don't care what Bruce Willis has to say. Bruce Willis, outside of being a, a decent actor, is a dumb, dumb idiot who also has rocks for brains. It's a Christmas movie, goddammit. Uh, there's a lot. Like, like Death Stranding isn't a horror game, was, but there's terrifying I was going to bring up Death Stranding yeah. for sure. There's some very... Like trying to anytime a BT shows up, you got to kind of go to lockdown mode. Yeah, uh, control. I would consider spooky. Uh, the girls love want me to play that. They call it the scary game with the long, <laughs> creepy, long limbed enemies mm-hmm. in that game. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
As far as like uh, uh, debating between Man of Medan or Little Hope, I have not played either. I would say Little I would Hope, suggest. Though. I would also just suggest the Quarry. Fair. I I I feel I've heard great things about the Quarry. I, that is one actually I am hoping to play this month. Okay. Because that does fit the theme of, of of scary time. So. Yeah. Vante Tatted writes in question for the Sony Pony Express. So through the power of friendship and montages, you two have been granted your commercial driver's license. Oh, that yes. means you get to drive the big trucks. Oh, I Ooh. love it. Honestly, we were talking about that it, it, like while we were driving home, me and my coworker. Hats off to y'all because that's terrifying oh, to me. Absolutely. I would crush yeah, yeah. at least three cars just to make it a left turn. <laughs> Sony reached out to you, watch you to turn your Sony Pony Express, the SUP for short, into a full fledged trucking company whose oh. sole purpose is to deliver PlayStation goods and talk to fans about products, games, and etc. Sony oh. has also been so gracious to allow you two the ability to choose the color, the design of the truck, and the trailer. And get to have one Sony exclusive character, past or present, to be your co-pilot. So, what would y'all's truck look like? And what character would you choose to ride with? As always, love you guys. Shiny side up. Shiny side up. Oh, this is a great question. I got it. Go for it. Will Smith on the Today Show pre-slap showed that he had this trailer. (laughs) He had a... Gotta preface it, Kyle. Oh. Right? Pre keeping wife's names out of mouths. He had this trailer that he turned it, it turns into a double decker bus. Yeah. It's like his mobile gym. It's his yeah, quote unquote mobile gym for yeah. keeping the, the backhand strong. I want that. Uh-huh. So what if like you're you're entering in this truck, not a creepy white van, it's like it's like black in front, shiny black, white along the sides. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's like wings, like it's an old '50s convertible, you know, like okay. wings in the back, um, and a spoiler. Okay, spoiler. Um, yeah. I thought of a really bad joke, but I keep it <laughs> save that for the post show. And and then like flames on the side, but blue flames, and it's okay. like Sony Pony Express on the sides, mm-hmm. and you get to enter the van. Sorry, not van, not van. Double decker bus, and you, there's just PlayStation fives littered everywhere, and there's like different cabinets. Who's gonna be my co-pilot? Well, I feel like we can't do anybody for the twisted metal. Can't no, do no, that. no, no. We no, want no, people no, to no. enter. Like this is not a horror thing. I want sack. Boy. They'll also take over the the wheel and just That's run true. people over. Yeah, <laughs> there's no guns on here. There's no turret. Um, yeah. Sack boy, I want sack boy. Sack boy's inviting, but also could be a little menacing. So I want to turn it into a meme. Okay. Yeah, like like but, he like he's he's photo bombing folks. That's what I'm thinking. That's gonna be a very boring drive though. He's not gonna talk to you. I don't think he's gonna be in character. He's probably some guy named. I don't oh, know. He, oh! You think it's just okay? Yeah, he's not. Just he's, some some guy named Dale who just exactly. puts on the costume. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, he's hit his low, and he's with me. I was thinking the actual character. No, Dale's that's, that's some guy. In the Dale's costume. on his third divorce, seventh kid. <laughs> I'm thinking of Bad Santa now. Uh, his partner that's right he's truly Uh, an awful human being we don't feel bad for dale but god damn he gets in a character he just nails it (laughs) oh man what would my truck look like 
you you know uh the Mr. Softy ice cream trucks? Yeah. Uh so think of like a big 18 wheeler version of that, but instead of an ice cream cone, it is a platinum trophy on the top. Ooh, okay. And on the side is the sacred symbols kind of flowing. I like this. Very similar to like the 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 dual sense where the, the symbols are everywhere. Yeah. It's coded everywhere. That's what the truck looks like. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be blue. It's gotta be PlayStation Blue. That's right. Uh w- w- with a little bit of uh of the the trophy colors, uh uh the gold, bronze, silver all over the place. Um you're giggling about something probably messed up. <laughs> I want to put. I found one more addition to mine. I want to put truck nuts on mine. <laughs> of course, absolutely. I'm a um, goose. <laughs> and uh, s- similar to what I think was the the PlayStation Mobile thing that was that PSX when I went where you can go in and just play games. That's yeah. what I would want it to look like. Cause it was pretty cool in there. As far as co-pilot goes, all the, all the PlayStation people that I think of the character wise, yeah. they're all like brooding and like <laughs> probably not fun to travel around the country with. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a side character. Please. And I'm looking at the postcard that was autographed at Pax East. Doctor. Give me Jesse from Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh. Okay. She'd be a fun time, you know, okay. just traveling the country, falling in making love, making jokes, one hundred percent. I got Bonnie it. and Clyde. It. Yeah. Come on. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Katie writes Katie. in. I'm so over the moon about Cyberpunk. As a big fan of the game since its release, yes, the caffeine hit. Uh, I'm f- glad it's finally getting recognized for what a brilliant game it is. It really is. Uh, this is honestly the most excited I've been for a sequel probably since Mass Effect 3. So my question is, what is a sequel that you were the most hyped for? I know both of you had uh, had ups and downs this week for different reasons. Hopefully you guys are doing all right now. Love y'all. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sequels that I feel like I got. Here's the thing, Kyle, and it's gotten me a little depressed. Can I just say it? I oh, feel fine. like I've gotten. Like the not to say the excitement for game releases, I'm 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 numb to it, but like I don't get excited as much as like for things as I used to be. I guess hmm. that makes me sad. Yeah, because I'm like 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 I'm excited for God of War, but like I'm excited for God of War. Sure. I don't know. Maybe that's a me thing. Maybe I gotta. You gotta find that spark again. Maybe I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> probably listen know. i've been there you'll get out of it. life seems pretty bleak i don't know about you guys um but like i i think of like yeah mass effect 3 is a good one dead space 2 is another like great a great one i think we're pretty amped for part two and i think oh. that's where the nervousness started with me of like i really hope this game hits because twitter's awful yeah yeah I think I, I, I mean, yeah, Last of Us Part Two for sure. Even God of War 2018, technically not a sequel, but you know, still in the franchise. Uh, I think the biggest one though was Arkham Knight. Okay, is I was so jazzed for Arkham Knight. I was working at GameStop. We had a midnight release party. I dressed up like Bane. Uh, right. I had I had both collector's editions pre-ordered Ooh. and was bummed when the Batmobile one got canceled because the molds for that collector edition got messed up. Yeah. I was so upset. But the one we the statue we got is amazing. Um I was so damn excited for that. 
and and I think that was the biggest sequel outside of Borderlands Two mm. and Borderlands Three to the same extent where I was like, I'm so ready for another yeah. entry in this series kind of thing. Fair. Those are great questions or great answers. I also think like Halo Three. I remember. Oh, and Uncharted Four and Three and yeah. all that. All the Uncharted's really. But like Halo Three, we my my mom literally said you didn't have to go to school that day. That was so cool. That is, yeah, 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 yeah. Best mom ever. Maybe actually not great, but like it was cool then. I, I respect it now. Um, so yeah, it is like it's not like I don't get excited. I I guess like the fever doesn't like. Oh, I'm always like amped to to talk about like I don't know Ragnarok or something, but. To me, it's like, yeah, I'm excited. And that's how excited I get. Sure. Yeah, I, I think I need to see it. I, I get I guarantee that will change show. Oh yeah. The moment they talk about a bloodborne. Oh. What <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. you'll be like, oh my god, ten days. That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I guys, please, if there's any bloodborne like remaster, remake, sequel, whatever. Tweet at me to see if I'm alive and I didn't die from cardiac arrest. Because <laughs> that, that would put me in the we ground. We should do that thing that some celebrities do where they're like, hey, uh, text me at this number so we can chat. Let's make one for you in case yeah. of Bloodborne news. Break open the glass and text Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Are you alive? Are you okay? <laughs> then I 1-800-BLOOD. <laughs> Fun fact. You know when Steve Jobs died? You know the first thing I, I thought? I need to text my brother see if he's okay because he's a huge Apple Apple diehard. Like he must be distraught right now, and he oh, was. Oh, jeez! Wow, so I'm not that sad. I never met him. I'm like, I don't know. He seemed pretty close. <laughs> Spider CC writes in with the popularity of the Steam Deck and the reluctance of Sony to do a Vita two <sighs> and Sony porting more games to PC. Do you think Sony will be stick? Uh, will stick? with using remote play over a cloud streaming service so they don't have to take away from the PC port money. Absolutely, yes. Mm -hmm. They're not going back to handheld as much as I'd love to see it. It bums me out so much. I think we're going to see PlayStation again. They're going to be about their IPs more than than the hardware over time. That's what I think. Yep. You know, the, the hardware has to be like a PlayStation 5 or something that is emerging that is, you know, VR for them to get excited in amp to go in it, into it because right now you're seeing the handheld market you have the switch which is just dominant mm-hmm. you have the steam deck which it's great in the enthusiast realm but we don't know in actuality like sales number like i think it's just crossed a million so like let's relax and then mm-hmm. you got the 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 logitech handheld that just and, and a whole lot of myriad yeah. of, of littler devices but it's all streaming and so like play if i'm playstation why do i need to Make a Vita 2. I, I think my hopes that Vita 2 died when we got that blog post of the Backbone PlayStation Edition. Exactly. That, that's when my hope, any hopes, any sliver of, of hope left in me for a Vita 2 died that yeah. day. No Fate writes in. You don't talk about trophies much, considering the title of this podcast. It's called a branding, son. Uh, so by your definition, what game has the most fun trophy lineup to Platinum, and what unreleased title would you like to have similar trophies anything from software related i feel like to me is the best type of trophy list man i love it oh god i love it so much see i it's a little uh 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 what's the word i'm looking for not critical of you what's the word i don't know 
What? What's the thing where where you 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 talk about something, you change your mind on something? Hypocritical. Oh, hypocritical. Yeah. A little a little hypocritical because aren't you famous for not wanting trophies where you have to replay a game? Okay, and that's the thing. Besides that, where you get to save scum, you know you did it. You oh, know oh, you did it too. Duh, to I'm show. not ashamed. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be. You're right. That's a bad trophy list. You know what? I take that back. I think okay. a good trophy list is where you you're completing the game. You complete the game and you're going back and you're just experiencing other portions of that game that you might have overlooked. So I do like the latest like PlayStation, you know, yeah. platinums where they're achievable. You can Ratchet, get them. Last of Us two part two and part one. Yeah, like you can it's about experiencing the game, not like this is my whole personality type of game. But yeah, at yeah. the same flip of the coin, I do like the from software's approach where it is about experiencing part of these games it's not about beating a boss with your left hand while your right hand's tied behind your back it is Mm -hmm. it's experiencing it i don't like the difficulty trophies i like where it's about experiencing that game at its core yeah what are you yeah you took the words right out of of my mouth there there are some where like yeah playing it on hard for a trophy while at first made me upset i realized that 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 playthrough of that game might be my favorite, like Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. I had so much fun playing that, even though it was super difficult not being able to to use items and stuff yeah. like uh and that that uh Shinra combat uh simulator thing was insane. And as long as they're not ob- obnoxious collectibles, I like those too. Yes. Like, absolutely. The reason why I don't have God of War twenty eighteen platinumed mm-hmm. is the damn Odin's Ravens. It's like, I don't yeah. want to spend an afternoon looking that up a is, YouTube video to go just chuck a, an axe at a, at a hawk. That is a video gamey thing just to yeah. make it a video game kind of thing. Exactly. Like, I like I, I'd, I'd rather collectibles be, like, actually, like, lived in, in the world like Last of Us Part 1. Absolutely. And and, and 2 or not. All right. Green Gorilla Gamer, they, they, they put this question in again because we, we did, honestly, we did forget about it last week. And we did talk about it last week a little bit, but I'll put it in here because I love you so much. Green Gorilla Gamer says, sup, boys? Deadpool 3 releases on September 16th, 2024. Hugh can my mom Jackman. That's his words, not mine. Whoa. Ooh, that's that's Whoa. a lot. That's knuckles deep type of situation. Is going to repri- <laughs> reprise his role as Mother Wolverine. We all need to have the gusto, the step right over 2023 and move right on over to 2024. Let's like ignore that year and we could go back. Sorry. And we could go back to it after 2024 if we really wanted to. We all just lied up to Stephen Strange. You're like, hey, listen, let's let's go back, please. Please. Uh, I'm going to connect this to PlayStation now. Spider-Man, No Way Home, massive success. We're getting Spider-Man 2 next year. Hugh Jackman is making his return. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. As Wolverine, we're getting a Wolverine game from Insomniac. Deadpool is a very clearly one of the more popular Marvel characters as of recent. Do you think we're going to get a brand new Deadpool game? Could we... Quite possibly even show, could he show up in the Wolverine game from Insomniac? If so, who would you like to see uh, play uh, Deadpool? There you go. From your biggest Marvel fan and Trophy Room fan, Green Girl Gamer. P.S. Maybe I should get married that day and then we could all go for an after party and go see Deadpool 3. This could actually work. Will you guys be pulling up? Of course. An update to it. She's thinking about it. Gusto. Confidence. Look at that. (laughs) That's great. Um, 
do I want? I, I think I would rather have Deadpool have its own game. Yeah. Rather than him show up into these other worlds. It'd be cool for those characters to interact. It just, I, that is a big tone shift. Whatever Deadpool <laughs> comes out. I can't see Deadpool being serious in any of these things. Yeah, you're right. I think Deadpool should have his own game and yeah. have it be voices Nolan North again. Cause he did a fantastic job. With or him. hell. Ryan Reynolds, come do a game. <laughs> I bet he'd be down for that, dude. Right? Exactly. I, he absolutely I mean, he just made that. Free Guy. Yeah. Like, he's familiar with the video game world now. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Now, so I think we have to be mindful of who we're adding to these worlds. Like, Wolverine, like, it'd be cool if we have, like, a Hugh Jackman skin, like, akin to, like, Spider-Man, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want Hugh Jackman to be voice as him. I want the, the, the um, I'm forgetting. Blanking on his name, uh, the man that voiced Arthur Morgan to to do it. I think oh, he could be a really yeah, great yeah. Wolverine. I really do think so. Um, so like, let the let different actors have these roles, uh, and have their own spin to it, just like these studios are doing. And uh, if we're gonna see Deadpool, I don't want him to overstay his welcome because he very much could. I don't want him to break the fourth wall, and I know that's what he does. I want to be immersed in this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't yeah. want to be reminded that this is a video game if yeah. it's not a I mean, game. I mean, when you look at that Wolverine teaser, right, that 30 seconds, yeah, that is as serious as serious gets. Yeah. And just imagine that teaser and then with, like, Wade popping up in the corner. Hey, guys. Be like, oh, man, can you believe it? Wolverine, PlayStation 5. Like, yeah. it would just, it would kind of break it for me. A like, to bit. me, if it was like, um, I don't know. Uh, oh God! Who's his partner in Deadpool Two? Why can I? Why am I blanking on his name? His partner in Deadpool yeah, Two. Yeah, partner. God, it's Colossus. No, no, they they. It's it's like his buddy cop. Oh God, they have. Comic oh, I forgot together. his I'm name. I, fake I, fan. It's been a while. Fan. It's been a while. COVID brain. I'm sick. Yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, people in their car are angry. They don't care. Uh, but yeah, like a Colossus game, and then all of a sudden you see like, and Deadpool. Similarly, like how. Like, like if Deadpool just walks in, it's like a Colossus in Deadpool game. Um, similar, like how he announced that, you know, um, Hugh Jackman would be Wolverine, where it's like, hey, Hugh, you want to be Wolverine again? Sure. And then bam, cuts. Like, it's just yeah. all of a sudden very, very, like, funny and whimsical. That's how mm-hmm. I'd like to, to see it go. Yeah, Good for sure. Great question, sir. All right. Last question of the night comes from our very good friend. Sean, whose kink is to be publicly humiliated for his bad picks in final, sorry, in fantasy critic leagues, Capri writes in, no kink shaming here, folks. I'm not here. Sean, I'm sorry. We're not here to kink shame. I'm just saying, Sean, Capri, over at Carpool Gaming, over at the Xbox Drive, we have a fantasy critic league. He has made fumble after fumble, mistake after mistake, and it has costed him dearly. Currently, he is only up by two points. We have Callisto Protocol. We have uh, God of War Ragnarok. Uh-huh. Bayonetta. Uh-huh. Plague Tale Innocence. Uh-huh. Good luck, Sean. He writes in, hey, guys. <laughs> Extra Life is just 30 days away. What games are you thinking of playing? I'm really looking forward to Couch Co-op. Oh my god, I can't wait. Feel uh we have when we finally get to sit down next to each other and play games for twenty hour for twenty four hours straight. That is right. Kyle's already booked his ticket over so to Rome, that, New York. That, I, 
I mean, that that is breaking news. I'm actually be joining everyone for the first time this yeah. year. Uh, I've missed out in the previous year, so Holy. I will be up there in Rome with everyone doing uh, my first of two extra lives this right. year, a few weekends apart. But I'm gonna be ha- I'm gonna have a great time, yeah. and I'll tell you right now what I want to play. I want to play. Uh, 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 oh my god! Same. Oh my god! That movie party game we just did on the stream. Oh, uh, what the dub? What the dub? Uh, yes, so I want to play What the Dub. I want to yeah. play Jackbox with everybody. Mm-hmm. Those those are the kinds of things that I cannot wait to play with everyone. We're doing I'll some finishing touches of, of what we're our like official plans are, but I believe we're just going to be a part of like Sean's like thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to ask you questions off the air of sure. like what we were going to plan, but yeah, I'm I'm to, I'm just down to do whatever to raise money for yeah. for sick kids because that's what's more most important. Yeah, and I think for me the most important thing, other than all the money we would be raising for these kids, a good cause and all that, I would love a sit down with Sean as he gets to explain why he made all the decisions he made with his fantasy league. Well, and let's be let's be a little bit of fair to Sean. Sure. It's Sean and Ryan. Right. You keep forgetting Ryan. Ryan. Well, yeah. I'm not forgetting. I'm not forgetting. I think Ryan knows what he's done. But I want <laughs> Sean to put the blame on him so that I could be the reason why they break up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay, Yoko Ono. <laughs> That's right. I want to be the Yoko. I want to be the Yoko. That's it again. I cannot wait. More official. I'll have a fancy thumbnail on everything when when that time comes but yeah extra life i can't wait i'm gonna book my hotel asap my 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 paycheck is this friday i'm gonna throw some money down so without said ka with all that out of the way that's been the show this week so Holy. much news yeah. so much conversation can i be honest with you real talk yeah we crushed it 100 we did i it, feel real good about that. i felt really good guys do you agree like i felt really good i felt real good about I was it like, I, it was a banger of a show banger of a show uh, you know what i'll i'll allow it because it was really good and when you said liam not related to croft i was like wow bravo <laughs> thank, bravo thank flowers thank you. i was please. wondering if you if you caught that oh i was shocked you should see okay. my mouth i, I was too busy reading over here so i couldn't i couldn't no, tell i was very proud all right kyle listen is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we head on out of here, sir? Sure, I'd like to spotlight myself, Mr. K-Step on Twitter, PSN, all that jazz. Go follow all the indie game coverage that I do over at 61indie.com. That's S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E, 61IndieCast, wherever you listen to podcast services. I mentioned it earlier, uh, starting this week um, on Thursdays leading up to God of War Ragnarok, uh, same day that uh, this show releases, I am going to be on the road to Ragnarok with our good friend Kevin Diaz over at PS Source Vids. Uh, every single week, we're going to deep dive into some God of War goodness like Joe did with him and Forbidden West. Um, the first episode is talking about my history with God of War and what it means to me and us just theorizing about what this game is going to be and i'm very excited to do that because i cannot wait for ragnarok and uh also just you know go check out the video game trivia battle that we're about to do um joe and i in a battle of playstation trivia you're gonna crush me i suck at trivia i I hate on the spot questions (laughs) i don't know about that i've 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 done this with jacob once before Mm -hmm. youtube.com slash jacob mccourt by the way you can watch it uh where i i lost to uh lily Mm-hmm. Um, formerly of six one, now she works at Nintendo, um, and it was uh, it was a fun time. But I felt real dumb at at that point. So uh, you have a shot. Nah, you have a shot. Again, I suck at trivia. I'm awful at it. I can't do it. 
I get nervous and anxious, and my brain is made of farts. I can't do it. You can find me over at Mr. Badbit. You can find this show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You can help support the show over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Again, even if it's a buck our way, it really does help us out. We just hired a uh, an animator and an artist for a big project coming in a few months. I can't wait. And uh, then some really big things that I have to talk to Kyle about off air. It's going to be pretty nuts, and it's all powered oh, by your generosity. Boy over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And again, please, please, please rate us on iTunes, on Spotify, five stars. It really does help us out. As of recording, we are the second most popular PlayStation podcast when you search up PlayStation on Spotify. And that's because of your reviews over at Spotify. So rate us five stars. It really does help us out. Um, And on iTunes as well. It really helps us out there. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, we love you. Keep it with your you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye. I love you. <laughs>